Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Hello, Tallahassee. Boy, this has been a grueling week yes. with more to come. What are our choices today? I mean, we've seen the aftermath of the protesters, COVID-19, defunding a police force. What is your position versus what may be God's position? Uh-oh, that's why we're naming this program The Aftermath. Because there was a lot of drama going on. Uh, first, we had drama with that pandemic. And then soon after, there was the death of uh, George Floyd, which was an abomination uh, to see that young man uh, killed uh, with the knee in his neck, uh, lifeless, being loaded onto a gurney and taken away. And that created a lot of anger throughout not only Minneapolis, Minnesota, but throughout the United States and the world. So, hey, take a few minutes to listen to some of the issues in one of our large cities, such as the city of Chicago. Uh, stay tuned and we'll be right back to continue the aftermath. Despite the fact that Illinois is still under that stay-at-home order because of the pandemic, this turned out to be the most violent Memorial Day weekend we have seen in the city of Chicago since 2015. So we've been counting. We counted at least 49 people shot since Friday, and now 10 of those individuals are dead. And again, those numbers go back to Friday afternoon at 3, and they go tally all the way up through midnight. This was the last shooting of Memorial Day weekend. It was around 11.30 last night in Humble Park, on Hamlin near Augusta. Police tell us three people, a woman and two men, were shot standing outside. Among the other victims of the weekend, a 15-year-old girl grazed in the leg while standing at 120th and Wallace. Sunday morning, a 21-year-old man died after being shot in the head on Drake and Augusta. That was also in Humble Park. And then Saturday morning, a 15-year-old boy was killed after being shot multiple times at 76 in exchange. Police say he was arguing with the driver of an SUV. Now, this is the first holiday weekend. New Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown has been running the department after only a few weeks on the job. Prior to the weekend, he outlined his policing strategy, and it was one that he had hoped would keep the shooting numbers down. Activists are now speaking out about this violent weekend, including politician T.O. Hardiman, he says CPD needs to try something else because their strategies are not working. This morning, I talked to street pastor Donovan Price, who's also been responding to shooting scenes all weekend, talking with those involved. I think it's a little more of they want to do what they want to do. True, they're tired of being cooped up, but a lot of them were never cooped up. A lot of them were never really wearing masks. A lot of people were doing what they wanted to do or what they believed to be true about the virus. And Pastor Donovan says that applies to being out and shootings in general. So activist Teal Hardeman holding a nine o'clock press conference right here at CPD headquarters. And then we expect to hear from Superintendent Brown at 11.15 when he is supposed to address the Memorial Day weekend gun violence. Reporting live from CPD headquarters, Courtney Guzman, WGN News. My, 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 my. That's all I can say right now. But, you know, I believe that our country, the United States, has to look more beyond just racism, even if this is just an issue. I mean, it's not just an issue. It is the primary issue that has captured everyone's uh, visual and imagination. The idea is to ensure that our life lines up with God's and not ourselves. 
Statistics like these where Chicago has seen its deadliest days in 60 years with 18 murders in 24 hours is totally outrageous. In Baltimore, they had over 18 people over the Memorial Day weekend who were murdered or killed during that same time period. Of, you know, it's like this is going on right now while everybody is marching for George Floyd. Where's everybody at where Black Lives Matter in Chicago, Baltimore, here in Tallahassee, where you have black on black crimes? Not just you got to go out and protest because you have white police on a black person because there's history of racism in this country. I know we had talked about JC and I have experienced racism. Uh, myself and my family, we grew up in Cold Valley, Pennsylvania. We were the only blacks, not only in the community, but in the elementary and in the middle school. JC was the only black young lady in Bishop Boyle High School, and that's during the 60s. So we know about racism, and but it's like, how do you continue to survive without it? That's why we're drawing a line in the sand that it's about we serve the almighty God. That's who we serve, and we do not serve man. So... JC, I don't know. This is the aftermath that we're going through right now, and we are living totally in perilous times. Yes, we are. And where are we going to go as a nation? Because when you said we're, how we grew up, we were there. Yes. The protesters and rioters of today have not truly experienced what we experienced. I used to walk to school and kids would jump out the way when I came. They, you know, when you think of Little Rock, Arkansas, and the girl that had to go to school with armed National Guards, that almost was like how I went to school. The only difference is I had to put up with the name calling and everything else. So are the protesters really aware of true racism? Yes. Um, and somehow we have to rise above this. You did say that we have to tie into Yeshua. We have to tie into Jehovah because if not, we're going to face the same dilemma like Egypt, yep. Rome, yep. Greece. Yep. You know what happened to them? They became the lost empires. <laughs> They're no longer here. You see the ruins in those countries. So if people really want to look at the scenario today, we have to kind of move forward from here. And one of the things that went on with all of the protests, the protesting I didn't mind, but it was the looting. Yes. And then some of the videos of the young black men that were in it were saying, well, see, now you know how we feel. Now you know how we don't have this, we don't have that. But now you've destroyed everything in your own community and you're not going to have that. Um, a good example is Newark, New Jersey. Uh, it, yes. it was a very middle class community. You figured not far from New York. Uh, it was kind of the haven of that era. And then the race riots came. That it was totally right. destroyed. destroyed. And Newark, New Jersey, never returned to its former glory. Glory. So are we going to see the same thing in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in Chicago, in New York? 
St. Louis. St. Louis is also, you mentioned all of the crime Los going Angeles. on. Or is one of those areas, too, where there were murders during the Memorial Day weekend was at an all-time high. Well, you know, right now, communities are suffering from the riots. Yep. Uh, let's look at Minneapolis. Right now, because of the riots, there's over 150 businesses that have been destroyed or burned that were looking to reopen after being shut, shut down, down for yeah, almost two months. Right. They were preparing to go back to work. And because of during the day, and I blame the news media also, during the day, there were peaceful people who were protesting and they had that right to do so. And somehow when that sun goes down, Mm -hmm. Somehow it turned from peaceful where you are so mad that you're going to destroy your neighborhood trying to get somebody's attention. So now that 150 businesses over a billion dollars has been lost because of that rioting and looting that will never return. Low income housing that was under construction that was set to open in the fall of this year has been burned down. Where are all those people gonna move to? Yes. There's no supermarkets or groceries and now you have the community outside, oh, now we need food or now we hungry. There's no public transportation. There's no way to get around. So you know what? Violence is first used in the Bible. In Genesis 6, 11, he talks about, the scripture talks about Moses. The earth was corrupt in God's sight and the earth was filled with violence. You know, violence occurs over 60 times in scriptures and almost always used to identify physical violence just go back, read Genesis 49.5 or Judges 9.24. That talks about the physical violence and is used to describe human, not divine violence. Sometimes scripture refers to extreme wickedness, like what we've been witnessing recently. Yes. That was a wickedness of that police officer. That's a wickedness who killed that 12-year-old boy who was playing with a toy gun in Cleveland or with... Uh, you know, the, um, the the young man who was strangled in uh, New York City with that chokehold. That's extreme wickedness where, where physical violence may or may not be uh, uh, involved. Well, as of right now, most of it has been physical violence. So there's other kinds of things, too, when you talk about violence. That's right. Well, senseless as uh you can say violence, scriptures say violence is present even to this day. Well, remember, this show is to help you decide, to, uh, audience, where, what side do you stand on? We need to move this country back to righteousness. And as individuals, do we stand with God or against him? There's no halfway point. We have to be able to do that. You know, we live in a world full of violence. And it will only worsen from here. You know, many say the Bible condones violence, which is false. God condones violence. We must understand that sometimes there is a need for war. We must also understand that the Almighty is holy and his holy just judgment on sin is not like our sinful violence towards each other. 
like this black on black crowd, or like these young folks who are killing each other, or they throwing rocks at police officers who are on horses. You don't see all that. They throw rocks at they're hurting the horses. Where are all those animal lovers at? Mm. Oh God! You know, even though we're in this world, we are never to envy it and follow its evil ways. Violence only creates more of it, and it will take you to hell as well because believers or Christians are to have no part of it. Violence is not only physically harming someone, it's also carrying evil against someone in your heart and speaking evil to someone. Stop the violence and seek peace instead. And that's all we've seen, that there is so much anger and hate towards the whites are hating the blacks right now. The blacks are hating the whites. You have young folk, you have blacks and whites marching together. Who hate the establishment. Yes, they hate the system. Yes. But then the way we were brought up, we worked within the system to change it. Yes. And, and I, that's why we've, we were the large, we were a black, with large black business in central Pennsylvania, York, Pennsylvania. And we know about racism. We couldn't get bank financing, even though we had millions of dollars in contracts, but that didn't stop us. That's right. You know, we lived in, we shared the previous program. We lived in a, a middle-class neighborhood where children were calling us coons. That didn't stop us or stop our children. Somehow you have to take that anger and frustration to action. And we built our lives on the back of our ancestors. That's true. You know, if, 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 what about Granville T. Woods who started and they invented the, uh, the, the electromagnetic uh, uh, roller coasters? Yes. The power that generated that or lit up the Paris. Even Lewis, people, individuals like Lewis Latimer. Who actually built the filament that made the light the Edison stay power on? Thing. Edison might have did the light bulb, but it was Lewis Latimer little filament that made the light bulb stay on. Praise so God. even in the midst of where they stood, they continued and became prosperous. But before we get started, yeah, get my blood pressure yeah, down. <laughs> visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Call him at 850-402-9061 and visit his website, dynamicspineandwellness.com. That's a mouthful. And let him know the Stone Builders referred to. Yes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. 
Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. We're your neighbors. We're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the national organization of black law enforcement executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Well, I tell you, this uh, the times that we're living in, it really got my blood pressure boiling. But you know what? I feel more alive now than ever before. And uh, right now, it's, it's like the uh, Second Timothy, Second Timothy three one through five says, "But understand this: that in the last days." There will come times of difficulties for people will be lovers of self, mm-hmm. lovers of money, mm-hmm. proud, mm-hmm. arrogant, abusive, yes. disobedient to their parents, yes. ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasable, mm. slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Yes. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying is power. Mm-hmm. Avoid such people. What's that? What's that verse again? That's Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. That's not me talking. Go back, blame Timothy. Praise God. Are there any consequences for the actions taken by both the protesters and the rioters for what has occurred over these last two weeks now? Let's let's listen to this session uh, that was recorded live. Breaking news tonight, the worldwide protests against racial injustice. From New York to Washington to blocking traffic on the Golden Gate Bridge, the most widespread protests yet. No more silence. No more. Enough is enough. While overseas, huge turnouts on multiple continents and clashes with police in London. Excessive force. The officers who shoved this elderly man to the ground charged with assault today. Their colleagues lining up and cheering in their defense. 
Meanwhile, two members of the NYPD suspended for violent encounters, plus the moment a car drove through a demonstration. The emotional memorial today for George Floyd, his family remembering the man behind the movement. The perfect recipe for an outbreak. Dr. Anthony Fauci's strong warning about marching during a pandemic. And the protesters now confirming they've tested positive. Oh, Lord, we need you now. God, Jehovah. Ah, man, we need you, Lord. You know, Proverbs 13, 2 says, from the fruit of their lips, people enjoy good things. Mm-hmm. I know I do. But the unfaithful have an appetite for violence. Mm. We know that due to that no social distancing. Yeah, because sure didn't see that on TV. The virus will be on the rise. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just shut down for the last two, two months. months. Yep. And and now when they, matter of fact, Minnesota never said that it was all right to come back and, and uh, do social distancing. They were still shut down yep. up until a week after the wide riot started. So all those people were basically breaking the law mm. and then not wearing a mask. But then also wearing masks to cover up so now you can't see them. Don't y'all know? They're putting on social medias on their cell phones and breaking into stuff and they're, oh God, help us. But besides that, the pandemic, there's a rise in violence and hatred and civil disobedience. It's not understood as stated that we as a race have been mistreated. That's I'm true. not sure some of our audience, sometimes people say that, oh, you don't sound black. Well, we're, you're not from around here. That's right. We're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. We are from the north, but we've been living here in the south since 1982, 80, 1992, right. 93. Now, our son, he grew up here, so he sounded like a southern. Praise God. <laughs> he sounds just like, oh, yeah. But we're not discussing another large issue. Where it seems like it's being totally ignored. Yep. Black on black crimes in places like Chicago, Baltimore, St. Louis, mm-hmm. and here in Tallahassee. You know, we're not discussing those individuals where black folks are killing each other. Yep. On a higher rate than than the police yeah. officers are. Now we're not condoning police killing people. We're not condoning that. In every race or in every organization, you have good and you got bad. You have good cops, bad cops. You got good managers in your business yeah. and bad. You have good state employees or bad. You got good correctional officers and bad. It goes across the board. It's up to the individual whether or not they embrace uh, the love of God. You know, when the Hebrew verb harem connotes complete Alienation. Annihilation. Oh, God. Do I I need a cup of coffee again? Okay, just go back to Deuteronomy 7.2. And Hiram is a noun that derives from Hiram, sometimes translated as the ban, and denotes the separation, exclusion, and dedication of persons or objects to the Almighty, which may be specifically set apart for destruction. And, and go back and read. Just don't go by what we're saying. Yeah, Study we're giving you the verses. Our primary research is scriptures. Yep. So go back to Deuteronomy 7.26, or better yet, 
Go back to that Leviticus 27, 28 through 29. Well, you know, it's it's so interesting. We look at God and sometimes, and I know there are people out there who are atheists, people who are <clears throat> considered agnostics. But one of the things that we find is that we believe in the Almighty and, and we have to constantly look to him and see him and see ourselves to know that whether we're doing good or evil. Proverbs 3, 31, 33 says, don't envy violent people mm. or copy their ways. Wow. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. Thank you. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. So there are things yet to come for those who are burning down other people's property and tearing up. So I know God will bring up those who are really trying to do the righteous thing. But above all, man has been given laws by God. I mean, Moses got the Ten Commandments. (laughs) And that hasn't changed because even Yeshua said when he came, he says, I didn't come to change the law. That's right. I come to fulfill Fulfill it. So those laws are, are something that we must abide in. And I think 1 Peter 3, 9 says, do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling. But on the contrary, bless, for to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing. So all of those doing those cursing, yeah. all of those doing writing things on the ground to, to say that black lives matter, you're not telling me anything because by your acts, you're evil and wicked. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God, he cursed them mm. and banished them from the Garden of Eden. You can read that in Genesis 3. In Genesis 4, 1 through 18, Cain, the firstborn, murdered his brother Abel. God cursed Cain, but Cain was so scared (laughs) that he asked God to protect him because he knew other folks were going to want to kill him. And when you think about blood for blood and when things happen to people, um, I know we've had our own tragedies within within my family, especially we, I have a brother who's in prison. But one of the things that you see is that when you stay in the light, that you can be forgiven. Yes, Lord. But if you stay in the darkness, you yourself become so dark that you are offending people or you offend everything in every which way. But in uh, one of the things about um, also in Genesis, they talk about the, the narrative of the flood. And remember, God was so sick of man. <laughs> He said, why did I even make him? He he decided to exterminate mankind and only save Noah and his family on the ark. So God's promise was that he would never do that again by flood. Mm. So uh, what is it I always say? Be weary of him who can kill the body. Be Be weary of him who can kill both body and soul and not just someone who can kill your body. So my body, I know uh, I'm going to live beyond this. I'm going to be something greater than this if I keep my eyes on the Lord. But those of you who are doing this violence and evil, better watch out. Oh, because we have to deal with everlasting to everlasting. And that's our primary mission is to share the good news so that when that trumpet sounds... That you will be with him 
for everlasting to everlasting. I want to be in that number. Good. (laughs) Praise God. You know, violence is shown throughout the Old and the New Testament. Yes, it is. The Almighty Elohim will not be mocked. If we do not get our act together, destruction, I guarantee, will come. come. Yes, it will. We're just seeing, we're seeing it right Right now. now. Right. Where in Los Angeles, we're watching TV and all major cities, there's like destruction. And then you have people who are taking their children out in the midst of this destruction. And it's just unbelievable where they're defacing things. And and, uh, it's just that. I know this is not a really about George Floyd. You got that. This is right. not about George Floyd. This is about the underlying anger of of good versus evil. That's what my. This is our opinion. Yes. This is our opinion, and and uh, and this is a good evil situation where you're going to have to line up to decide which side you on. And you know, there's some good things about Black Lives Matter, but I would like to see them stay more focused on all Black Lives Matter. But white lives matter, Asian matter, all people matter because they're all children of the almighty God. We're all made in his image. But then when I think about, you know, some of the things, if go to their website and see what their manifest is and see if you will line up with a total upheaval of this system. Like they want to, they're promoting and even among Congress members and even the Minneapolis city, defunding the police department. You want to defund the police. So now you don't have a police. So someone, I'm at home minding my own business and someone's breaking into my house. There is no 911 to call. What are you supposed to do? Click, click, click. Click, 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 but, click. But they're trying to take your guns, too. Uh, click, 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 click. <laughs> it's a First Amendment right to, right to bear arms. I mean, come on, people. You know, because we're mad, because a few bad apples, is if the whole barrel is being destroyed. Yeah. But look at that manifest. Uh, you know, they are okay with a lot of different societal things that will go against the word of God. So don't go by what I'm saying. Check that out for yourself. Uh, one of the things that I know, abortion is is a sin in the eyes of God. If everybody knew that Singer, the woman who was the primary person back during the 20s and the 30s, Margaret Sanger, Margaret Sanger mm-hmm. her whole mission to promote abortion was racism. Yes, it to was. To kill black babies. Yes. To kill black babies. That's what her whole mission is. Go back and look at the, the manifest for Planned Parenthood. So some of the things that we're supporting, we don't understand. We, that's why we love history. Yes. We're history, but both Pastor and I, we pass that on to our children. I know uh, a couple of my daughters are still using it to pass it along to their children. Because if we don't know our history... We don't know our roots. We don't know where we come from. And how many people, both young, especially our young men, uh, young women who are going to the abortion clinic, do they really know the history of how that even got started? So if you don't know history, we are going to destroy it and destroy what makes us great again. I hate to use that. Isn't that what uh, President Trump (laughs) said? What makes us great again? But some of the violence that we see, uh, we're destroying statues, war memorials from the Civil War, 
hey, I can't get upset about the Civil War and about those uh, those who supported the South. That was a war in our history that made us free. But if we destroy it, we really don't know what the background of the history is. It's something that is part of who we are. It's not going to change because we tear down the statue. It's still there. But one in particular was in Massachusetts was Colonel Shaw's statue. Oh, wow. And they who commanded the 54th Massachusetts Regiment, which was a black brigade of soldiers that held that encampment, they tore it up. And here was a dude who supported soldiers, black soldiers, Mm -hmm. who supported the whole idea that we could fight in the war for our freedom. And now we weren't just slaves. Right. And now you destroyed it. So the history of his history is our history. And our history is his history. Because if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't have held that fort. So why is it that we're destroying things that are going to make sense to us at some future time? Here again, destroying history. Why? Because we don't know our history. (laughs) So so all of those young folks that are out there and all of those people that are out there, even folks my age, do we really know who we are? Do we really know where we come from? Do we know the direction we're going? And we know violence is not the answer because the aftermath of all of this, hmm, you said we they destroyed over 150 businesses. Yes, we're talking about billions in restoring. I just they're not coming back. Yes, and I just told you the story of Newark, New Jersey, how it never came back. So are these cities going to be looking at? And if they tore up a complex of about 192 units of low income housing, you're not going to see that again. You're going to see higher food costs. Uh, you know, I know yes. everyone said, oh, it's okay right now. But gas prices start going up. That means transportation costs go up, which affects food coming to my local market. And I hope all of you out there know that supermarkets only hold two to three days of food on any given day. So they don't get food. They can't get toilet paper right, right now. Or alcohol. alcohol or sanitizer. Yes. What happens when the meat goes? Yeah. That's owned by Smithfield, one of the biggest in China, uh, Tyson, uh, Nathan Hot Dogs. Yeah. And the Chinese will will have 150,000 acres of our heartland. So your wheat, uh, spaghetti, uh, kick away Mm. spaghetti, uh, kick away noodles, take away wheat, (laughs) take away all. So where are you going? So China decides to uh, shut us down down where we won't have any food. And right now, we go you know, back to those 60s where we, how we grew up, cans of peanut butter. Yep. That, that, that meat in a can. Yes. That meat. <laughs> Try no. powder well, eggs. Now you're talking about government intervention. Uh-oh. And all of us are talking about less government, less government, less government, but they'll have to be in there. But you know, a lot of people are talking about, um, you discussed that uh, stores and retailers were just now getting ready to open again. Yes. That's going to impact them, their opening. It's going to impact their costs. And and most of the, especially restaurants, you're right. talking about only 50% or 25, 25 to 50% capacity. How's, they run on low margins. How are they going to make any money? Right. Then plus trying to bring back workers who now are making big dollars because of unemployment and the government giving extra money to yeah, that. Yeah, because $600 extra through the government. Right. And here in Florida, they get two seventy five a week. Yeah. With the government, that's $800. I mean, $600. So that's 800 every two every week or every two weeks? 
every week. week. It's every week. They're making more money at home. More, right. They're going they, to work. So, but just remember, folks. That too shall pass. It's not going to stay forever. It's going to come. Better be All you people have been paying your utility bills because uh, 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 Tallahassee said they put uh, Telgov said no. Yeah, you don't have to pay your utility bill. It's going to come back. It's going to come back to haunt you. Oh, don't have to pay your rent. Yep, it's going to come back to haunt you. Oh, so we all, we but, think but, homelessness is big now. <laughs> Just wait. But prophets, evangelists, pastors through the ages have used violence of the Bible to justify slavery. Yep. I mean, justify wickedness. And man's standards are not God's standards. Just remember that scriptures are Elohim's inspired word, but man has used it to support, well, pacifism. Right, go okay. ahead. Uh, non-resistance. A war and crusades. Yeah, we know about those the crusades. crusades. Yes. As theology, as theologians or theology evolved, well, I'm really let me give me another second cup of coffee. Hell becomes prevalent with punishment for wickedness. Mm -hmm. As the pendulum swings left, now many see that punishment is cruel. Yep. I believe we are going to see more disasters. Yes, we are. Uh, we just saw Cristobal come up. Yeah, and we just said that, that went even, all the way up from our uh, the, from the Gulf and headed north to Canada. And it and it and it went over to uh, Louisiana. Yeah, but we really got beat up pretty good With here in uh, Leon County and uh, down in Orlando. We felt that so disasters are still coming and violence is still coming because. It says, the almighty Elohim mm. is a jealous God. In Deuteronomy 4.24, for the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, Ooh. even a jealous God. He wants our full attention. attention. And we cannot be happy. You have the people on the right throwing mud. You got the people on the left throwing mud. And pretty soon, and it's starting to hit. So just know that soon and very soon, the government that we knew before the pandemic is not going to be the government that we see come election time. Mm. So... Audience, we'll be right back after this short intermission. Forever indebted, you better get to know me. 
If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Before we get started, you know you can listen to um, all of our shows at your convenience on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Yes. Become a Stone Builder supporter. If you want to hear more of this, if you want to see us get our word out, uh, please support us with a sacrificial gift of any amount on our website at welovingstones.org or cash app. L dollar sign first L stones 51 that's dollar sign L stones 51 so let's get back to the aftermath because it sounds serious and it is yes I agree Uh, one of the things that Obadiah sometimes it's good to go back into the Old Testament Mm -hmm. because the hammer really hits hard when you read the scriptures Obadiah 1, 8 through 10 says, In that day, declares the Lord, will I not destroy the wise men of Edom, those of understanding in the mountains of Esau? Your warriors, Taman, will be terrified, and everyone in Esau's mountains will be cut down in the slaughter. Because of the violence against your brother Jacob, you will be covered with shame, you will be destroyed forever. Mm. And I think a lot of times we think that we can get away with things because it's modern times. People forgot about God. He doesn't really exist. But I just want you to know your time is coming. And one of the things that we see with this aftermath, we're going to see a spike in COVID-19. There was a news report that said a lot of those protesters had the virus. Wow. So you're 
closeness to those people. And since we really don't know the epidemiology of how you're yeah. contracting this disease, a lot of people are going to come down sick. Uh, children are behind in school. Uh, there's some statistics on that about what's going on with our children who are lagging. And I'm concerned because here in Leon County, I've worked at a lot of Title I schools and our children are already behind. So how is this going to affect that they haven't been in school for these last few months? And then the big thing that I'm gonna, that we're going to see is the food and gas prices yeah, are on the rise. Right, uh, right we, now we were at we started. Well, I know we were over to two eighty nine. It dropped down eventually to one seventy nine, and now we're back up to one ninety nine. And I'm yeah. sure in some places it's over two dollars. So watch out because you know it's, it's coming. Like, you know it is in California. Oh yes, big time. <laughs> I love being here on the East Coast. Due to these issues, protesters have given way to rioters. But God is very specific when he states in Hosea 4, 6, and we talked about it earlier, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Why? Because you have rejected knowledge. Uh Uh-oh. And God says, I will also reject thee. And we have, and we spoke a little bit about that earlier, Pastor and I, we love history. But if we don't know our history or that knowledge is not pertinent to us, then we're also not going to know the present tense or the presence of where we are. You can't just say destroy everything and start all over. How are you going to do that when you have no inkling of how things are going to work? We can't all be an collective. That sounds like that in Star Trek. What is it? The Borg. Borg. One mind moving. (laughs) And the only thing I know is when they come into a universe, what do they do? They destroy it. Total destruction. Because you have to be of the collective. So I don't want to be of a collective. I want to be an individual. I want to have my own mind, my own pursuits, my own dreams, my own visions, so that one of the things that we all supposed to be doing is be a blessing to somebody else. So that's why God gives us that individuality, so we can bless other, other people. people. Praise God. You know, Psalm 711, God is an honest judge. Yes, he is. He is angry with the wicked Every day, mm. not just one day, every, every day. day, not just uh, next week, every, every day. day. But, you know, JC, you had mentioned about uh, the um, uh, education and going back to school. And we need the schools to reopen Re-open. right yes, away. Do. Because when I look at uh, the videos uh, or the news report, most of the protesters look like they're in middle school, high school. And college students and even folks who are a master's degree. And the reason why they're out there because colleges are closed, schools are closed, especially during the day. So maybe if those things were open, you still probably would have protests. But a lot of folks would have been pursuing their education. The reason why, you know, schools need to open up. Tallahassee needs FSU, FAMU, TCC, because when we see all these apartment buildings and restaurants, yes. they are empty. Yes. There's no traffic right now. Yes. Uh, every fast food restaurant is hurting right now. Except for Chick-fil-A. Seems like Chick-fil-A always got a crowd of people around their restaurant. But, you know, new research, 
suggests that by this September, most students, I'm going to say high school students in particular, will have fallen behind where they would have been if they had stayed in a classroom, with some losing the equivalent of a full school year worth of academic gains. Mm -hmm. uh, racial and socioeconomic achievement gaps will most likely widen because of disparity in access to computers, yes. home internet connections, direct instructions from their, computer, uh, from their teachers from Zoom. And you have a lot of uh, folks um, who do homeschooling. There's no issue with them because those homeschooled children uh, they were, that's part of that's their plan. part of what they were right. doing. So they're not really missing out on anything. You know, there, there's been a separate analysis of 800,000 students from researchers at Brown University and Harvard looked at how Zern, uh, Zern is a online math program that's used both before and after schools closed in March. It was found that through late April, students progressed in math decreased by about half in classrooms located in low-income zip codes, by a third in classrooms in middle-class zip codes, mm. and not at all in classrooms in high-income zip code. So like 32304? Yep. Oh, I was gonna imagine that. Compared yep. to 32312 in yes. Tallahassee? That there's, there's going to be disparity. a big disparity because, unfortunately, uh, in that racial and social economic, in that three to three oh four, you have a high level of dropouts, or even to this day, folks who don't have high school graduate graduates. So, how can well, a parent who's never graduated from high school who have an issue with reading and writing going to help their young folks, and then they don't have a computer? And well, why is the most, school giving back all these laptops they gave out to kids? Oh, let me. Uh oh, no, that's let, let, stay, totally let me stay different. <laughs> But one of the things that you're talking about are all those schools that are Title One schools, and you're talking about zip codes like three two three oh four, five, six, and ten. And don't get offended if you're in no zip codes and you're not part of that. We're in three oh four, three two three oh four. If you're so. not part of that risk group, but what you're finding is those um, you had mentioned about the internet connections and things like that. A lot of individuals and these zip codes still do not have access to computers and if they have access can't get on the internet because of the cost um, you know I know Comcast runs a special that they do yes yeah, right you can have previous issues with internet um, through Comcast so if you don't have access through the internet you can't go online to do any of the coursework so when all of these impacts are taken into account, the average student could fall seven months behind academically. Um, you know, black and Hispanic students will have the greater loss, which would be equivalent to 10 months for black children and nine months for Latino, according to an analysis from McKinsey and Company, um, a consulting group. But one of the other issues that you have is parents are not Teachers, I think they've gotten a rude <laughs> awakening of the um, not only the amount of work that the student does, but also, especially in mathematics, because I know I'm a math major, but even I had to do some turning of heads uh, to kind of figure out what to do. I figured it out, but a lot of parents are not going to be able to do that. So if you can't, if you don't know it, you can't teach it. That's right. And most of the kids who are having issues in that vein are asked at a disadvantage in terms of reading and writing. 
But I tell you, you know, Jesse, you had mentioned about um, a fuel crisis. Uh, they went to an all-time low, and now they're slowly creeping back yeah. up. And we're seeing the same thing with the food prices. Yes. Although they're still somewhat steady, you can also see that jump uh, in food prices. And, uh, and, and, and so that's going to affect everything. Transportation and food are two major things. And after the lockdowns from the virus, uh, matter of fact, was there a virus? Why do we even shut down? Because now maybe everybody... Everybody was on the president. Now, we're not out here saying that, you know, president is this or president is that. We're talking about the country right now. Uh, and, and our president, our Congress, our Senate, our governors, our mayors, our leaders need prayers to give them wisdom, knowledge, yeah. and understanding to make decisions on our behalf. But after those, this shutdown, that virus, it cut demand for like food because restaurants weren't open. Yep. Yeah. Schools are no longer open. Uh, the hospital hotels, uh, dairy farmers were dumping milk, meat packing plants closed because the uh, workers contacted the virus. Uh-oh, uh, I just read this morning, Publix Greenwise, an, an employee has the virus now. Mm. And, and so because they're not, because uh, growers got all this food, they it's can't dominant. ship. Yeah. So that's going to create that has created food shortages because we were, we just did a farm share last Saturday in Madison County with the Madison County Community Farm Share Organization, and we served last Saturday morning uh, fifteen thousand pounds of food to three hundred nineteen families in households, and those folks that we ran out of food. Those people need food. And matter of fact, we have another farm share coming up this Saturday. Uh, Go get your pencil and paper right now. Mark your calendar. Uh, This Saturday, uh, June 13th, we'll be in Taylor County Elementary School, which is down on 1600 East Green Street in Perry. And we are working. Living Stones is joined up with the Taylor County uh, School District. Also with uh, Pastor uh, uh, um, uh, Willie Anderson, who's with the Temple of God in Christ. Also, we have um, April Gardner. Uh, She's with Miss Plus Earth uh, Belief Systems. We're going to be out there starting at 8 o'clock giving out food. And just mark your calendar because we have seen, we're getting this down pretty good because uh, we're able to move along. We we practice social distancing and things of that nature. And because of what we see out there with the food shortages, people really need some basics in order to uh, survive. And plus, they don't have any money. How long does the money Money runs out after some point in time, even with that, not everybody's getting that unemployment check. If you was already unemployed before the, the not shutdown. Not getting it because it's based uh, on that time God. period between January and March. And when you talk about the food shortages or prices rising, boy, this sounds like another story in scripture. Remember the story of Pharaoh's dream that only Joseph could interpret? He saw grain coming up and eating the other grain and destroying the other grain. Well, after his interpretation, and remember Joseph was the one who his brother sold him into slavery. He was picked up. 
he the aftermath of being sold into slavery by his brothers. He was picked up by Potiphar to work in his household, and then Potiphar's wife accused him inaccurately. So <laughs> then he was in jail again, and it took so long for his friends. He made the story, uh, gave the story of the baker and the cook who was going to be alive and who was going to live. And when it finally came out that the Pharaoh needed an interpretation of dream of the dream, yes. they thought of Joseph, and he came finally. to tell them. Finally, <laughs> after he probably was in there for what another five years yeah, or something he was like that, for just a couple more years. So, yeah. uh, but the story of the the dream that he had was also about food because it seems yeah. that God gave the. Uh, dream to Pharaoh, but it was Joseph's way to come out. And when Joseph told him that there would be seven years of plenty right. and there'd be seven years of lean. And so he said, store up the grain in the plenty years so that they would have grain in the lean years. And that's when his brother and them had to come and find Egypt because yes. they didn't have any food. Wow. So that interpretation for me is like, well, maybe we better start listening to we need to store up those of us who are home. Maybe we need to start doing gardens. We started our yes. garden. We oh, got tomatoes. Well. We're going to have some eggplant. We got squash coming up, some cucumbers. So we are looking forward to Not potatoes. We got some home. great potatoes. So Lots of potatoes. <laughs> so we might have to share some of those. But this is an opportunity for us to start getting back to the land and start doing some things and keeping ourselves busy. So as we move forward, we're going to stay tuned for finding out how God is going to put himself into this picture uh, because we need to be about his righteousness. Yes, we'll be back. Yes. Stay tuned. As I lay me down, heaven hear me now. I'm lost without a cause After giving it my all Winter storms have come And darkened my sun After all that I've been through Who on earth can I turn to? I look to you in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702 or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501c3 nonprofit. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. 
Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back <laughs> to God's position on the aftermath. Yes. This is Pastor Gary with Elder JC, and uh, my blood pressure is okay. Because you know why? Because we know we are in a fight spiritually. Yes, we are. Because we wrestle not with flesh and blood. Yeah. But wickedness in high places. Power and principalities. Not only wickedness, but power and principalities in high places. You know, Romans 10.3 states, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness mm. and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Amen. The degree of this contact of rioters is evil. I believe that many of us are not in agreement about the riots and violence, but JC and I, we grew up in a times considered racial during the 60s and the 70s. Mm. I'll even throw in the 50s. Yes. Because I'm 69, so we were around during that 50s. <laughs> yes, Praise we were. God. I still remember seeing the picture of Emmett Till yes. in the casket. Yes. And that was like 1954. Yep. So I remember that. You know, when about 1959, 1960, I remember uh, the strength that that mother had to take her child who was killed by racism. Mm-hmm. Killed by racism. There was no video cameras recording. No how, Black Lives Matter. How many of us that were killed, murdered, hung, strung up, dragged, butchered, thrown as alligator bait? Yes. Oh, God, help us, Father. But you know, through it all, it's all about God. But thank God that because we lived in such a diverse area, yes. we were able to to be able to overcome a lot by making uh, white folks more comfortable with our blackness. That's how it works. And, and I mean, this. Yeah, so I'm a. Hey, I look in the mirror every day and see who and what I am. And my judgment. I don't judge myself by your standards. Correct. But I judge my standards by me and the belief systems that I've been raised in, because we all come from, you know, a very challenging backgrounds from my grandparents, 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 JC's parents, grandparents stretches over to the islands of Puerto Rico. We know about racism, but because God, we embrace the almighty God. Thank you, Lord. He heals you. And sometimes you don't even know, understand why I don't have the same kind of hate as other people have because we love God. Yes. And the love of God flows through us. Listen to uh, recently, we have uh, the now appointed to the Joint Chief of Staff, uh, General uh, Charles Q. Brown, Jr., on Black Lives Matter. And it's so important to hear him because he was first appointed back on March the 2nd that they wanted to bring him in as a Joint Chief of Staff. But then the virus shut down and then you had another uh, senator who was holding up his appointment that they didn't get done with it and then the riots have come. So now it looks like, oh, oh you just trying to placate <laughs> black folks. 
But this has been prior to. So listen to uh, Chief of Staff General uh, Brown Jr. As the commander of Pacific Air Forces, a senior leader in our Air Force, and an African-American, many of you may be wondering what I'm thinking about, the current events surrounding the tragic death of George Floyd. Here's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how full I am with emotion, not just for George Floyd, but the many African-Americans that have suffered the same fate as George Floyd. I'm thinking about protests in my country, tis in the sweet land of liberty, the equality expressed in our Declaration of Independence and the Constitution that I've sworn my adult life to support and defend. And thinking about a history of, of racial issues and my own experiences that didn't always sing of liberty and equality. I'm thinking about living in two worlds, each with their own perspective and views. I'm thinking about my sister and I being the only African-Americans in our entire elementary school and trying to fit in. I'm thinking about then going to a high school where roughly half the students were African-American and trying to fit in. I'm thinking about my Air Force career, where I was often the only African-American in my squadron, or as a senior officer, the only African-American in the room. I'm thinking about wearing the same flight suit with the same wings on my chest as my peers, and then being questioned by another military member, are you a pilot? I'm thinking about how I sometimes felt my comments were perceived to represent the African-American perspective, when it was just my perspective informed by being African-American. I'm thinking about some of the insensitive comments made without awareness by others. I'm thinking about being a captain at the Oak Club with my squadron and being told by other African-Americans that I wasn't black enough since I was spending more time with my squadron than with them. I'm thinking about my mentors and how I rarely I had a mentor that looked like me. I'm thinking about the sound advice that has led to my success. And even so, most of my mentors could not relate to my experience as an African-American. I'm thinking about the pressure I felt to perform error-free, especially for supervisors I perceived had expected less from me as an African-American. I'm thinking about having to represent by working twice as hard to prove their expectations and perceptions of African-Americans were invalid. I'm thinking about the airmen that have lived through similar experiences and feelings as mine or who were either consciously or unconsciously unfairly treated. Conversely, I'm thinking about the airmen who don't have a life similar to mine and don't have to navigate through two worlds. I'm thinking about how these airmen view racism, whether they don't see it as a problem since it doesn't happen to them or whether they're empathetic. I'm thinking about our two sons now we had to prepare them to live in two worlds. I'm thinking about the frank and emotional conversations my wife and I've had with them just this past week as we discussed the situations that have led to the protests around our country. Finally, I'm thinking about my historic nomination to be the first African-American to serve as the Air Force Chief of Staff. I'm thinking about the African-Americans that went before me to make this opportunity possible. I'm thinking about the immense expectations that come with this historic nomination, particularly through the lens of current events plaguing our nation. I'm thinking about how I may have fallen short in my career and will likely continue falling short, living up to all those expectations. I'm thinking about how my nomination provides some hope, but also comes with a heavy burden. I can't fix centuries of racism in our country nor can I fix decades of discrimination that may have impacted members of our Air Force. I'm thinking about how I can make improvements personally, professionally, and institutionally 
so that all airmen, both today and tomorrow, appreciate the value of diversity and can serve in an environment where they can reach their full potential. I think I don't have all the answers on how to create such an environment, whether here in PACAF or across our Air Force. I'm thinking about without clear-cut answers, I just want to have the wisdom and knowledge to lead during difficult times like these. I want the wisdom and knowledge to lead, participate in, and listen to necessary conversations on racism, diversity, and inclusion. I want the wisdom and knowledge to lead those willing to take committed and sustained action to make our Air Force better. That's what I'm thinking about. I wonder what you're thinking about. I want to hear what you're thinking about and how together we can make a difference. Awesome testimony. Yes. And you were talking about knowing about racial divide and knowing about where we stand because we love the Lord. And I always come back to Romans 1 because God says we know who he is. Yes. But there are those who want to love creation more than the creator. So we can relate to that. But again, you know, what is God's position in all of this? Because he has the final say. Even though a lot of us don't think he does, he will have the final say. But uh, a great verse that I love, too, is Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. How do you come up with these scriptures? Hey, these are the ones that are in my spirit whenever we're talking about doing these things. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you saith the Lord, thoughts of peace yes. and not of evil to give you an expected end. We need to commit thy ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. That is Psalms 37.5. So if we have peace, not evil, we commit our ways to the Lord, he shall bring everything to pass. One thing that I can honestly say about the businesses we were in, the things that we've done with our life, how we brought up our children, we never underestimated what God could do for us. Yes. We just thought we could do anything. Yeah. And even when people said no, it's like, watch me go. Because <laughs> that gave us the incentive. If God be for us, who can be against us? That's right. We, we have to know this and believe in it so that we can move forward. We definitely, in this particular situation with the protesters and rioters, have removed God from our equation. It is now, hey, it's about me, it's about self, it's about uh, uh, privilege that other people have had, I haven't had. Um, it's a nation of evil and not of good. But remember, America is blessed. Yes, it is. We have been blessed. And if we are to continue to be blessed, we must turn back to Jehovah. I don't care what you say. Yes. We must turn back to him. Because remember, if this is evil versus good, I know the end of the story. Yeah. Good wins. So if you yes. want to be on the side of good, yes. you need to turn back to Jehovah. Remember, Romans 12, 19. I have to say, Paul, mm. God turned him around from being a hater of Christ to a believer. And his writings are just awesome yes. with the influence of the Holy Spirit. But Romans 12, 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. Mm. 
but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. So whenever people always say, well, why don't you hate people? Why don't you believe in this? Because I know God's always going to show up just in time, mm -hmm. and he has my back. And fight my battles. Yes, he will. So if we called on the Lord on one accord, if everyone who've been out there marching and protesting, yes. black, white, Asian, young, old, and bowed down to the almighty God, he will hear you yes, and make will. changes that are supernatural just in time. Oh, God. Well, one thing real quick. We have individuals who are taking the knee. Everyone talked about Kaepernick taking the knee. But how many of us, if we would take the knee to the Lord, yes. would make a change? Wow. An, an instant change. Remember, he says things might take, a, we always say things take a long time to change and everything. But remember, he can do it in the blink of an, of an eye. And he always says throughout the scriptures, pray for your enemies. Yes. Love thy enemies. Yes. He shall set a banquet for yeah. you Before in front the, of, of your, your enemies. enemies. Thank you. And those of us who stand with Jehovah know he will protect us during our hardest times. Yes. And he says that in Psalms 121, 6 and 7. The sun shall not spite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. Yes. He shall preserve thy soul. Despite enormous technological advances, human ignorance and vulnerability are painfully obvious at such a time as this, especially the protest and the rioters. Yes. We're surprised by how things got bad so quickly. Even those of us who never have to endure major disasters, and we have, we've endured yes. about four tornadoes that yes. one of them almost wiped our house out, yep. it will inevitably face our own personal disasters. A child may die. That's happened to us. Yes. A spouse may leave. Thank God. We've been married 47 years. Praise <laughs> God. That's a challenge unto itself. The world as we know it may change in an instant, flooding us with sorrow. On one thing we can rely that no injury, no wound, no disaster will ever overtake us with his evil power, separating us from the Almighty's good purpose for our lives. Mm, Boy, mm, mm. Mm, 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 that's right. I also want to mention that it is our voices that will make the difference in this world. Because when the protesters and all of them were out here doing what they were doing, we didn't hear anything. And it wasn't until George Floyd's funeral that now all of the so-called personalities came out to speak. But, you know, God wants us to be at the forefront of things. He says, we don't follow signs. Sign follows well, us. Yes. So Romans 1.17 says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So it is by our faith that things get changed. Yes. And remember, faith as a mustard, mustard seed. seed. That seed is so small, but it grows into a mighty tree. 
So many of the um, protesters, I believe, truly have not experienced what both you and I have gone through, Pastor. Very right. But we know because of our going through, we have become a better man, woman, father, mus- yes. mother, husband, wife. So all of those things are built in our DNA. And somehow we also have to apologize for all of those families that are without the right direction, without really bending knee to God. So what can we do? We need to be standing out for those individuals as well. Praise God. Remember Matthew 6.33, but seek ye first yes. the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Also in Psalms 34 and 14, turn away from evil and do good. Mm-hmm. Seek peace and pursue it. In Psalms 144, O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Protect me from those who are violent. For they are plotting against me. Yeah. You know, wow, praise God. Uh, you know what? We might as well just go on and go through uh, because we're running out of time. Matter of fact, time is probably already up. <laughs> uh, so we're going to continue with this uh, series uh, for right now. But I just want to mention we had talked about Farm Share coming up yes. Saturday, June 13th down in Taylor County Elementary School. Just go to Taylor County Elementary School. We're going to start at 8 a.m. Hey, we also mark your calendar. Uh, We also have another farm share that's going to be hosted by Commissioner Bill Proctor, also from the Capital City Chamber of Commerce, uh, also from Cumulus Media, and also from Sheriff McNeil. We're all in the Give Off Food on Saturday, June 20th. And we're going to start around 10 o'clock in the morning or until we run out of food. But we're looking at, hey, pray. We're trying to bring the tractor trailer in. That's a lot of food. That's 38,000 pounds of food easily. So just mark your calendar and... um, keep things fresh and we just want to say lord we just need you every day we just bless all those folks who are out and about uh marching protesting it's all right to protest it's all right to voice your opinion yes it is and uh like we said before you know we we just ask that you just bless the families of all those who have lost lives uh during uh not only uh violence against police but also black on black crime, yes. white on white crime, Asian yeah. on Asian crime. You know, crime in general is wicked and evil. So, Lord, we just lift you up, Almighty God, and ask that you continue to extend your hand to us and expose darkness so that your light can come through. Amen. So we just thank you, Father. Yeah, but again, visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Visit him at his website, dynamicspineandwellness.com, or give him a call at 850-402-9061, and let him know the Stone Builders referred you. Until next week, Pastor. Yes. We're out. Jesus your center of my joy all that's good and perfect comes from you